and the faith that these four friends had. He says to this paralytic, your sins are forgiven. Now the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Jewish elite are saying, how can he say such a thing? How can he forgive a man's sins? That's blasphemy. And Jesus, knowing their intentions inside of their own heart, he does something even more miraculous. He says, rise up, take up your bed, and go home. And there instantaneously, Jesus the healing evangelist heals the paralytic, and the paralytic goes home walking. Here we see that this man had a support system in place. The four friends that he had supported him and were with him. In our church, we have support systems that could, in a spiritual way, lift us up to the roof and bring us down into the presence of Christ. But for many reasons, and for reasons that I sometimes don't know, we rarely use them. We rarely take advantage of them. There are four support systems that I believe that the church offers. The first is prayer requests. Whenever we ask someone to pray for us, there is two types of prayer requests, the general prayer request and the specific prayer request. Whenever in passing we ask someone to pray for us, that could be a general prayer request. And the person who says yes to that should immediately pray for that person within possibly a five minute time frame, just in their mind, or if they can, remember, go home and pray for them. That general prayer request is exactly that, it's general. It's pretty basic. But anytime someone asks us to pray for them, make sure that if we say yes, that we do it, or we are committing a sin. Then there are the specific prayer requests. This should only be given to someone who you can trust. You shouldn't hand over the details of your life to just anyone. Make sure that you definitely do it if you feel comfortable to the priest, asking him to specifically pray for you for these things in your life. And there might be that person that you have that you trust very much, and you say, please pray for me because I'm going through this or I'm struggling through this or I have a difficulty in my life in this area. Those are specific prayer requests. It shouldn't go out to everybody. But to the priest, to the person that you trust, that you know that can handle that prayer, that you know that they can fight for you in their prayer. So that is the type of support that we have, a sort of lifting up to the rooftop and being brought down into the presence of Jesus Christ. The next one is counseling. In our church, we 
have counseling, and it's done specifically by the priest. And the priest is required to counsel a person in all areas of life. Nevertheless, if he can't, he's to refer that person to a Christian, or even possibly a secular therapist, or counselor that can handle that specific situation. Counseling, that type of support that lifts us up, shouldn't be used at the end. It should be used, as I spoke about two Sundays ago, somewhere in the middle. I don't expect anyone to use it in the beginning, but somewhere in the middle, where you know that you need help, or we need help. Call out to someone, especially the priest, who can help you, who can guide you, who has the authority to give you advice. And then, furthermore, maybe someone who is trained in marriage, trained in addiction, trained in certain areas of life, you go to them by the referral of the priest. So though that type of counseling, I have often found it's presented at the tail end. But bring that to the middle. Bring that when you know that the struggle is there and you need that help. And there's nothing wrong with feeling vulnerable. And I think that's the problem. Because I think this paralytic probably said, uh-uh, I don't want to go to Jesus. I'm fine where I am. This guy can't heal me. He can't do anything for me. And the four friends are like, no, he probably can. What, you, what do you have to lose? And, and that's the question that's in front of us. When the support system is in the church, what do we have to lose? We can gain so much from it. The third one is our brotherhood and our sisterhood. You know, we, see, we have men's fellowship and the women's fellowship. And this was developed specifically in our parish because it helps women in their struggles in life. It helps men in their struggles in life. And men have specific concerns. Women have specific concerns. And we as men, as women, we need to find that person who is of the same gender that we can connect with, that can understand what we are going through. And at times, maybe I'm not the one that could understand, you know, what you're going through. Maybe I'm not the one that could help you immediately, but that brother is there, that sister is there. See, that's the kind of support system that lifts you up into the rooftop and brings you into the presence of Jesus Christ. And finally, there's confession. Confession is probably the one that brings deliverance. I have seen people who have come to confession, to myself and to other priests, and that forgiveness that they receive, something is lifted off of them. Something is brought into them by the power of the Holy Spirit. And there's a grace and mercy that's there that you cannot find in the sisterhood, the brotherhood, in the counseling, or even in the prayer requests. There is a grace that's there that if you only knew, if you only could understand, if you only tasted the goodness of God, you'll know that deliverance. And finally, let me end with this. 
don't have these supports in place in the church because we want to hear what we want to hear. Because we want to see or listen to positive things. The encouragement is there. The love is there. The mercy is there. But yet, at the same time, the correction is there. Sometimes when you get these supports, you might not hear exactly what you want to hear, or you might not want to do exactly what you want to do. But God is speaking to you. Remember, that correction in your life is there for a specific reason. And if you are in the support systems, and you receive that correction, take that correction. Take that path where you have to go straight. Take that advice, take that guidance. And don't wait too long before you do it. So there's that correction. But yet, the grace of God covers all things. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we know that these four men who are written about in the Gospels are men who brought their friend up to the rooftop and down into the presence of your Son, Jesus Christ. In your presence, O oh Jesus Christ, there is healing. There is power. There is restoration. There is mercy. There is grace. In your presence, O oh Jesus Christ, there is a great anointing that comes upon anyone who approaches you. We approach you this afternoon and we come before you and we ask that you heal us who are spiritual paralytics. We can't walk right, we can't talk right, we can't think right, we can't seem to do anything right. Lord, our sins are too many. And we ask that even though they are too many, that you wash us and make us clean. That you give us a new day, a new hope, a new vision, a new revelation. Kindly guide us into the way that you want us to go. Correct us in the areas of life that we need correction. Move us in the way that you want us to move. We pray all this in the precious name of our Lord God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.